Welcome to episode seven, No Known Associates. Today, because I still don't have any friends here in Nashville, I invited my brother, Ross McCorkle, here. Yeah, that's me. Uh, well, I'd like to think I was invited for more than just because he doesn't have friends here, but... Uh... Yes, no, uh, it is good to see you. We spent many years apart, not living close together, and now we finally live in the same city. I mean, when we were younger, we obviously lived together, but we hadn't, uh, we were beefing all the time, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you could say that. All right, I'm going to play us in, and then we'll get started. Thanks for tuning in. All right. I mean, I guess on the topic of beefs, uh, I, I wanted to touch base on like childhood memories or stories and stuff like that. But one of the classic beefs we've had over the years, especially as I moved out of the house, was the toothbrush conspiracy or beef <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah. It was like the worst kept secret, I guess. <laughs> Because I got caught every time. I don't know every how time. you notice. Every single time. I would never <laughs> notice if someone used my toothbrush. I don't know how you would notice. You're uh. like, it, it, the moisture level on this toothbrush, <laughs> it hasn't clearly hasn't been sitting for 12 hours. Yeah. It's yeah. only been sitting for two hours. Right. No, I mean, it's like one of those things like, you know, my wife, she, she brushes several times a day. Someone like her wouldn't notice, but me, you know, morning. When I wake up right before I go to bed, that's kind of the the routine. And, and yeah, so every time he would, every time he'd come home from college or wherever he was living at the time, I would notice my toothbrush was uh, a little bit more damp than normal. So <laughs> That's like the weirdest thing. I don't know why I just never brought a toothbrush. I had a toothbrush. I was just like, ah, I don't need a brain. So there'll be, there'll be a toothbrush there. Yeah. Yeah. Not even like the toothpaste, like the toothpaste, I understand like, oh, it's going to be a certain size, whatever, but a yeah. toothbrush, you can bring a toothbrush on the airplane. You, no problem. you can definitely bring. <laughs> yeah. 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 Every time I, he would, he would just gain a new toothbrush. Um, I actually remember a few times having to be like, well, I'm not using this thing again. So I try and I don't know. I would just use mouthwash if it was available. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I did. I just needed a new toothbrush. I was like, if I use his, he's not going to want it anymore. And now I have a newer toothbrush than mine. That's all like the bristles are all like spread apart. You can't hardly use it anymore. Yeah. We had another controversy with the dog. Um, do you remember that time when, when mom was like, who cut the dog's tail? Oh yeah. She, she was, she was, I thought know, it was her ear. Was it her oh, tail? It was her ear. It yeah. Was her yeah. Ear. Her ear hair. Her ear hair. Yeah, they cut it a little close to the skin there. And uh, still, after all this time, it gets brought up from time to time. I don't know who did it. I definitely didn't I do it. I definitely didn't do it either. Last time I blamed it on Jan, um, our Russian neighbor. It could have been Jan. I said blame, blame the Russians because that's kind of what's in right now anyway. So. Right, yeah. It's always in. It never went out. <laughs> I feel like we're pretty close to the point again where every bad guy in movies yeah. and in video games is going to be Russian again. Yep, yeah. Yeah, my 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 poor Russian friend. Every time we'd watch something, some movie, it ended up being the Russians. And yeah, yeah, they yeah. I mean, nobody cared. Like everyone was just basically racist against Russians for like fifty <laughs> years, and no nobody cared. Nobody cares. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a uh, pretty classic. That uh, speaking of Jan, I was thinking too. I think I have um, like it's the only hoarder I've really ever seen. But Sam, <laughs> like I remember, you took me to his house one time. We just peered in through uh, their front window. I didn't realize. I thought like on TV that was just like fake. You know, I didn't think people lived as true hoarders where like you look in and there's absolutely nowhere to sit. You can't walk. You have to like push trash and clothes and things aside. Like as it's like, you have to like take a snow shovel to like get through the house. Yeah, And somehow all these hoarders always have 10, 15 pets, maybe more that they don't know of. Yeah. Um, and that was very much the case in this situation. <laughs> what kind of pets are they? Oh, he had like four birds. He oh, had a chinchilla. Yeah. He had an iguana. He had multiple cats. I'm not sure if some of them were feral that just made their way in. Um, but yeah, every time, every time I went there, um, I wonder what he's doing. Ah, uh, some I, someone told me recently. Someone know. told you recently? Yeah, yeah. I have people who like kind of <laughs> still tangentially know him. I think I think <laughs> things got sketchy with him, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. could call that probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. growing up in an environment like that, you know, you're not gonna go on to live like a organized and like no. well respected life. No, no. And I think it was at one point in high school he started coming into school with uh, he he would bring you know he'd wear jeans, normal jeans, but he would. Uh, take a sharpie and he drew all kinds of elaborate mushrooms and stuff on these oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on these jeans so did he get in trouble i don't know i don't know but yeah i remember specifically when i when i went and showed ryan i remember hyping up um just how dirty this place was because i think the specific example one time sam told me uh hey you can come over to my place i just cleaned and i was like oh great like last time i was there it was a complete shithole so you know, maybe I'll have a path to walk through this time. And that's exactly all he did. Um, he made a path. He made a path. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. So he so literally step on yeah. freaking uh, underwear. Right. The, the classic example is the first time I went there, I, I, I thank God I had socks on. Um, oh. but I, I stepped and there was some sort of chinchilla shit on my sock and also a uh, Jolly Rancher. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so gross. Yeah. Oh, dude. Man, I hope that kid's all right. Yeah. That reminds me, there was a kid, like, if he didn't get in trouble for wearing mushroom stuff, uh, when I went to Evergreen, oh. there was a kid, I forget his name, and I'm, I don't want to sound uh, like I'm stereotyping, but it was uh, an urban name, um, and the kid, I was friends with him, he was like one of the few friends I had. Uh, at Evergreen, all the kids I was friends with, except this kid, were all like troublemakers. You know, it's like Casey, Nick. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I forget oh, that other guy's name. Matt, I think, is what it was. Matt. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wore the um, swim shorts, the football practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot, dude! You show up to summer uh, camp and you're wearing freaking swim trunks, like, dude, this is football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this kid. Uh, again, I'm not going to say his name, but because I don't know it, he got in trouble at Evergreen because he was wearing an Afro pick. He had like, you know, an Afro mm -hmm. and he had an Afro pick in and they believed that it was some sort of gang sign oh, or affiliation. Yikes. So he, they brought him to the office and they made him take out his Afro pick. That would not go over well in 2020 Seattle. 
I can't believe it went on then. Like, yeah, right. Even then. He was literally like the only black kid at Evergreen. I Honestly, think, at that, that was that was probably what year would that have been? 2008, 2009? Something no, like that. No, no. It would have been like 2000. At Evergreen, it would have been 06. 06. Oh, yeah. So like canceling wasn't a thing then. And no, like, no, no, no. Yeah. People were woke, but they weren't that woke. Yeah. Seattle was a little ahead of the curve, but yeah, that wouldn't go on now. Yeah, I remember, dude, Evergreen, even though I was there for such a short amount of time, like, um, the, I had some good memories from there. I had, uh, I pulled the fire alarm one time with <laughs> another kid. I don't think I heard that story. Uh, I didn't, like, pull the fire alarm, but there's, like, a, um, there's a plastic box around the fire alarm. Yeah, right. And so when you hit that. Oh, you lifted it. Like, yeah. a localized alarm. Yeah. So, like, on just that wing in the building, it goes off. So, I did that. And, um, yeah. And then I had to do after school detention. Oh, you I had got to in scrub trouble? mold you got- off the portables out back. Oh. And I had to scrape gum off of yep. the lunch tables. What was that teacher's name? Bloomhuff? Bloomhuff. Yeah. Oh, was you him? had him too? Yeah. He was weird, man. <laughs> yeah. He was weird for sure. And he had like a 95 year old dad who was the equipment manager for the football team. Yeah, and then he was also like in a football Mexico. coach in Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I remember one time. Uh, uh, I think it was that Matt kid. He was drinking something. He got up and left, and uh, uh, somebody peed in his Gatorade, <laughs> and he drank it, and that was oh, pretty funny. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know if. Uh, if I ever told you this story, but back in, you remember CJ Paulus? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, weird enough, his, I was just on Facebook last night and I saw a, his, his sister? sister. What's yeah, her name? Alexa. Oh, okay. I hadn't thought of her in a decade, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. popped up on my timeline. Thank That's you. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was somehow the algorithm had predicted this conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah they've happen. gotten even better. Oh, my God. They've gotten even better. That's evil. Yeah. Um, but TJ Paulus and I were like, we would always sit together at lunch, but we like had a beef had a, occurred for some reason. So I would, my classic move was uh, get up and they had like a snack stand and I'd always get a bag of white cheddar popcorn, smart food and um, like a ho-ho or a Twinkie or something. Every day, sometimes like a brisk or <laughs> some sort of drink, pink lemonade or something. And, uh, dude, one time I got up and I came back and he had eaten my like chicken nuggets or pizza, whatever it was. I was so pissed. Um, so I, I, I had two chocolate milks. I just opened them and I poured them on his head <laughs> right in the middle of lunch. And it was epic. I, I think I'm pretty sure his mom ended up calling our mom and oh. I had to like apologize to him. Was this, stuff. was this before? Cause you were friends with him at one point. I remember we were still friends after. I just like, it's one know, of those stupid sometimes when you're, school. yeah, you're friends with kids, but then they start to like piss you off, yeah. you know? Cause like you're right. a kid and they're kids and like, you're just doing kid shit. Right. Yeah. And then at that time too, like everyone's like starting to get through puberty. So it's just like raging hormones, you know? Right. People get unpredictable. Yeah. And, and you always have that one friend anyway, that maybe he's not quite your friend, but he's in your friend group. Yeah, oh, yeah, most people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> most people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's only like a couple people that are like, I mean, because you know, you sit at a middle school or high school, whatever lunch table, and it seats like twelve, 
It's like, you know, the ones yeah. we have are a circle. Right. We see like 12 people, but like you're really only friends with like a couple, you know, a couple right. of them. The rest are whatever, you know, like, it, yeah, it, it, it sucked because like I remember at our high school, there would be like A lunch and B lunch. Right. And then it would suck if your friends were like on the different lunch. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. Well, that's when people just kind of left their homeroom and just yeah, went yeah. for for a double lunch. Right. And, yeah. You got in trouble for that, didn't you, with Miss Hart? With, uh, Hardkey, yeah, Terrell, Terrell Hardkey. The she, <laughs> we both had her in high school. She's if if you heard that and you're assuming Terrell Hardkey is a black man, <laughs> you're incorrect. It's <laughs> actually a small blonde white woman. <laughs> she, uh, she joked about her name frequently too. Yeah, so oh, she yeah, was self aware. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, I think she was low key like very funny. I would like to reach out to her. Like I remember she told us. Uh, that she was on a bowling league and their team name was the thumb holes. Like, <laughs> like, which was like, and the logo is like basically alluding to the, the fact of like putting your thumb in a butt, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny. I thought, Oh yeah. It was uh, always fun in, in high school, you know, going after a sibling and having different teachers who recognize the last name. Who, and, who, which ones do you think recognize me? Well, definitely hard key. Did um, you have her? Yeah. For biology, I think. Oh, okay. Freshman year. Yeah. Sophomore year. She also helped me start the horticulture club. That's right. <laughs> we like planted like two trees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then when I, of course, when I'm, I'm in high school, a few years later, um, that horticulture club got in a little bit of trouble. I think someone They're planted some pot? pot. Yeah. Of course. Epic. Yeah. I yeah, started yeah. that and then it just became <laughs> this evil club at the school. Yeah. There was a couple of funny things. I remember, um, was it your yearbook where that guy had the Barry McCockner thing in the in the quote? Yes. Yeah. Barry McCockner. I forget <laughs> what the quote was. Some stupid but the name quote. was just Barry McCockner. Yeah. And yeah. then in my year with the yearbook, um, there was a hiking club. They were like hiking enthusiasts, and they had a whole page in the yearbook for their club. And <clears throat> the first uh, you know, letter of each word on on each line um spelled out smoke weed every day oh um, classic yeah how does that get through i don't they know. spend a goddamn year <laughs> editing the yearbook you know what i mean like yeah. they're editing it for so long i'm always like what are you doing in yearbook class like you know it's a whole class of like yearbooks though yeah and they still mess it up you know and i i they had that newspaper too did they have the newspaper when you were around they yeah, put out like east the school lake. paper yeah we also briefly had a sports center at east lake which was cool did you yeah austin marshall did this thing called wolf center for a senior project which is epic it was like it was good yeah 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 it was cool um yeah i can't really remember a lot of the teachers that i had i mean hardkey i hated um my chemistry teacher Forget what her name was. She was like a really pale lady who was like mentally unwell. <laughs> I don't know. She seemed like she had gotten divorced, but I don't think she was ever like with someone. You know, like a woman who's just like really yeah. broken, but like, yeah. Um, I had a, a Simons for math. You ever have her? Uh uh-uh, uh, no. Or Mr. Ward? Mr. Ward. History I didn't teacher? have him, but I know people who did. Yeah. Yeah, Isaac was cool. I mean, it was all right. Did so <clears throat> when I was when I was at our high school. There was um, there was actually another McCorkle family. Oh yeah, and they had, same. They had, well, I had Kelby. You had yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking what's his name? Uh, Garrett. Garrett. So and I had it also at Skyline of Ryan McCorkle. Yeah, in yeah, my group, right up at the, the same time. Yeah, a mile up the road. Pretty weird. 
But the only time I ever got called into the principal's office in high school was actually, so they called me in and they're like, are you in such and such homeroom? And did you steal such and such as private journal and, and like Jesus. air their, yeah, like their secrets to, and I was like, what, like what is going on? Uh, and they're like, are you in this homeroom? I'm like, no, 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 that's not me. Like, are you sure you're not thinking of Garrett McCorkle? Um, so yeah. I, I did almost get in trouble one time. Their the dad was a thing. drunk too. Oh, you totally. ever hear? Yeah. He was straight booze hound. Yeah. yeah. All, As I got older, guys. I realized like, you know, he was just a Ter- bum. Yeah. Well, oh my God. That makes me think he had a sports store right next yeah, to his lake. Right, right. In that plaza. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he had he had a sports store and um we went in one time and he was just wasted oh yeah at his store probably at like two in the afternoon today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we one of us picked up a, a lacrosse stick and he's like oh let me show you how to use that <laughs> and he put a he broke a window or something yes oh <laughs> yes. he gets a lacrosse ball and he he whips the ball it bounces off a wall and just shatters his window <laughs> <laughs> oh Thank God we're yeah. just, we share a name with these people. That's great. <laughs> he was honestly probably more of a McCorkle than we were, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's like, if you think of like the Irish, Irish heritage, yeah, just uh, working some kind of crappy job and just drinking and like being a mess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other uh, great East like stories oh something that came to mind um i don't know what made me pop pop it into my head but when one of the times i was flying to seattle to visit you guys for like christmas or whatever it was uh i always had this like dream i was like man i want to sit next to like a hot girl on the airplane and we're gonna like chat it up we're gonna hit it off and then i don't know where you know the, the flight ends so i don't know where it would go after that but finally happened and sitting next to a girl, she's really hot. <laughs> um, so we're talking, and it and then it turns out that she has a boyfriend. I was like, ugh, like lame. She was going to surprise him, and she had like a present like under the seat that she'd wrapped. It was like, I, I think I forget what DVD it was, but there was like a DVD in there and a card and some chocolate and stuff like that. And so, um, so you were chatting her up. To know I was all chatting this. her up. Okay. Yeah, we were talking for like the first hour. And then it turned because she got violently sick. And so she was just hurling. And you know what I mean? It's disgusting. They have those bags. In yeah. Front of you. I've never but seen one of those get used. Puking oh. into the bag. And it just smells oh. like so bad. And so she would go to the bathroom. She would come back. She, You know, they give her a new bag. She's was like puking she in like the bag. Just got sick? Or? I think, yeah, like motion sickness or she had oh. a bug or something. But um, the story ended, obviously that was a disappointment, but the story ended was I remember like, I don't know if it was out of vengeance or just out of being like a little troublemaker, but I stole the DVD that was in the little <laughs> gift bag that was under the seat <laughs> and, I, and I brought it with me. <sighs> so then she was probably doubly disappointed. She, I don't think she would probably would have known what happened. She thought I would have just fallen out. But I wonder what movie choice it was. I feel like it was probably like Too Fast, Too Furious or something. like Some, <laughs> some guy movie. Absolute garbage like, oh. movie. Yeah, yeah. It was like The Expendables or something. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, man, I think, I guess with that, we could go into our first break. And when we get back, we'll talk about, um, obviously, big Steelers fans are both from born in Pittsburgh. We lived there a couple of times. Um, and 
our boys aren't in the Super Bowl this weekend because no. we shit the bed to the Browns. One of the we most did. embarrassing just games of our existence. You know, yeah. that, the loss to Tim Tebow. <laughs> the Jaguars beating us 45 the, to whatever. Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles. Blake Bortles. Yeah, those are like at the low points. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get talking about sports when we get back. Please keep listening. Thank you. And we are back. So let's get into it. This week, uh, this upcoming weekend, Super Bowl, which one is it? 50? Uh, 52, maybe? 52. Might be wrong. We've got um, two... Uh, I don't really know how you describe them. They're former Steelers, um, both kind of fallen big falls from grace. Also big falls in production, yeah, uh, money, money, yeah. uh, really just overall everything. Um, but somehow they both on opposing teams have found themselves in the Super Bowl. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? You know, it's uh, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> My thoughts. It just it sucks. I mean, Antonio Brown. I mean, these are people, um, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, these are people I, you know, adored for for several years. They I gave know. us so many good moments. Loved them until we didn't. Yeah. I guess that's how sports are. And and that's why athletes have a tr- uh tricky relationship with fans as is, because it's what have you done for me lately? Right. Um yeah. But uh Antonio Brown, I mean, so many good times. Do you remember we we went to um was it in Pittsburgh? We went and saw them play the Packers, and and um, I wasn't there. I don't think you weren't there. For that was long. when you went with Uncle John or Jason. Oh, maybe okay. But there was that amazing Antonio Brown toe tap uh, catch on the sideline. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Maybe that was. But I wasn't Packers. there. Okay, it was yeah. one of the games we went to. We we try and pick an away game each year. Right. Uh, prior to us all living in Nashville, it was a way for us to meet up and everything each year um, and see the Steelers. But. Man, just so many good times with those two. We had the killer bees, obviously Ben, Bell, Brown, Boswell, <laughs> right? Um, and and uh, yeah, to see them both in the Super Bowl, it sucks. That was kind of the worst outcome, especially given that Tom Brady's involved. Yep. Um, the the Tampa uh, Tampa Bay, they have several members of the Steelers actually. Um, Bruce Arians obviously used to be our offensive coordinator. Steeler, yeah. Um, who else? They have they have. Um, I want to say Antoine Randall is a coach there. Like a receivers some sort of coach? Maybe, really? yeah, some sort of offensive assistant or something. Some other maybe running back that we used to have is over there. So mm. um, Arizona, we used to call Pittsburgh West. And right. now, now this is Pittsburgh South. Yeah, so, so many players would just like uh, live out their contract in Pittsburgh and then go play in Arizona. Especially yeah. when Arizona was just garbage. I guess uh, chasing the warm weather or... Uh, it was also like... Isn't that when Ken Wisenhunt was? Yeah, Ken Wisenhunt was over there. Right. What, Lamar Woodley went over there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there was a few dudes. Yeah, there was, for sure. What was that one, guys? Did uh, Ziggy go over there? Ziggy Hood? Ziggy Hood, yeah. Yeah, what was it recently? I don't know. Those The broadcasts every year seem to get worse and worse. Uh, some of the broadcasters are getting old and senile. I know. Um, I don't know why they keep them. I can't remember. It might have been one of the first games of the year. And Especially because like now it seems like 
at least once or twice a year, like some broadcaster will say something really bad on was, camera. Oh yeah, was it Todd Berman that? Did you see his terrible hair situation? No, what happened? Oh, I, th- I think it was Todd Berman. He, he one of the one of the uh, one of the uh, commentators came in and and you know he's old. He has kind of like not much hair, but he's grown it out a little bit and he had dyed it. I think he was trying to dye it brown, but it was like a hue of orange and it just looks so bad. He's like 70 with just, we all, I love too, like those old dudes all be in studio and like every once in a while, it's like some of them just rips ass on, on oh, you know, yeah. during thing. Or, um, Michael Irvin, did you see the earlier this year when he had the crumbs on his like oh, lip yeah, while he was yeah. talking? And immediately went all over Twitter. Just yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's, you see what that one baseball guy announcer said this past season? Oh, I When he was talking about San Francisco? What'd he say? Oh, he said, uh, <laughs> he said something like, uh, fag city or something oh, like no. that. And he was on a hot mic. He didn't oh, know the mic was on. And rip. so then mid game while he's calling it, he gets fired. <laughs> And he issues an apology, but as he's issuing an apology, he keeps coming back. He's like, and uh, Duncan Johnson is up at bat and he's, uh, you know, hits a line drive down first. And he's like, and I have to say, I'm really sorry that it's unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps coming back into it. It's so funny. Oh. But yeah, dude, they should, it should be a young guy's game. Should like be. they should get young, exciting people. I think people. it's becoming more of that rapidly like it's entertainment it should be entertaining it shouldn't just be a couple like nobody really finds old men old white men that entertaining yeah well they've got that pipeline now you know um i think drew Brees is going somewhere yeah that's cool obviously tony romo's been killing it i feel like peyton would be good at it he seems what happened with him that was he was gonna get a i thought he was gonna get tom brady will be like Probably, probably doing that forever. Probably, yeah. You'll Once all these dudes, these old quarterbacks, Terry Bradshaw, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, Terry. <laughs> he's, like, he's terrible. And now he's like on a TLC show, yeah, or whatever. The Brady Bunch. That's like when you're at that point in your career when you're doing TLC shows or like Dancing with the Stars, yeah, and Viagra commercial, like those kinds <laughs> of things. It's time to hang it up. How much more money do you need, dude? You clearly you have so much money. Apparently, yeah. I mean, Terry Bradshaw, what they've been advertising, uh, you can win two hundred and fifty thousand dollars of Terry Bradshaw's money by signing up for this. Blah blah blah. It's, it's like, a scam. I don't know. It's like why would he at, just give two hundred fifty thousand dollars of his money away? If you I don't sign know. Up that's for the something. way they've been. What advertising. are you signing up for? <laughs> a Netflix subscription. <laughs> I don't or know. like a TLC, like that TLC plus or something. When he's able out? to continually push that and, and yeah, they just have all kinds of money. Jeez. God. Well, anyway, so Brown and Bell, uh, Chiefs and I mean, Brown's on the Bucks and Bell is on the Chiefs playing in the Super Bowl. So in honor of that, I brought, uh, I wanted to discuss essentially the beautiful saga that Antonio Brown has been on since his later years with the um, Steelers until now. Uh, I found this, which is a quite a detailed list. Um, I'm not going to read them all, but it literally is like <laughs> some of these I haven't even 20 seen. page. You know, it's like so uh, probably 50 bullet points of things he's done. What's that one there? Killed a home aquarium full of piranhas and refused to pay the man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no idea. We could easily look it up. How do people find this and stuff? 
Uh, I mean, Antonio Brown Piranhas. Is that Piranha? Oh, it's 2K for acquiring oh, Piranhas. Okay. He's made, um, what? He was making about $18 million a season. Yep. He wasn't able to pay $2,000. So many people are suing Antonio Brown. It's ridiculous. I mean, $2,000 is like. It's nothing. Just pay nothing. nothing. I never understand why these dudes who are super rich don't just like pay for this. Antonio stuff Brown's going out. to get almost a $2,000 stimulus check here soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's not able to pay this man for $2,000. Right. So let's let's pull out some highlights. So I remember hearing about this. He drove 100 on McKnight Road. Yep. I feel like every Steelers, uh, like running back or mm. wide receiver, yeah. Diva gets pulled over driving fast on McKnight Road. Or... You know. I feel like Mar- Martinez Bryan also like similar. Uh, well, Le'Veon Bell and LeGarrette Blunt. Oh yeah, that's so classic. Yeah, got 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 Le'Veon. He he was uh, smoking prior to the first preseason game. If if you want to know how serious these players take the preseason games, right? Um, it's crazy to me because like I hung out with some athletes a bit in college, and all they did was smoke weed, like. I have to assume that that only carries on in the NFL. Oh, yeah. And then some players are smart enough to get away with it, and some are It's like what Calvin Johnson said he smoked before every single Like, Josh game. Gordon gets reinstated for one day, and then immediately, for some reason, gets suspended well, again. And and they, they changed the rules, too. You were Where supposed you can. To be, you're supposed to be able to. And, and it was a little weird. They're able to withhold game checks, but they don't keep you from playing now. So yeah. You're kind let's of just... Like, uh, <laughs> it's like, let's have him play, but not pay him. <laughs> Right. You want to smoke weed? Now you're a slave. Yeah, you will yeah, work for yeah, free. Yeah. What do so, they do with the game checks? Uh, it, all, all the fines get donated to the NFLPA Association for... To just... Whatever. research back into them. Research for CTE and... That's what happens with the fines, too? Yeah. Mm, yeah, all fines. Yeah. They should, like, maybe give it to, like, Play 60 or one of the... You know I'm sure, I mean? yeah. Help the kids. I, like, think, I think they might. I'm not sure. All right, so we talked about the piranhas. Dyed his um, mustache blonde. That was he always had those. Like, this one is very serious, and I think it's ongoing. Like, yep. I don't think it was ever resolved when he threw a piece of furniture out a window, fourteenth floor window at his condo, and it almost killed a child. Yeah, it's not good. Jeez, you don't refused want that. to play week seventeen. I mean, that's something these guys do. They that was after Ju- that's after Juju Smith Schuster won uh, team MVP for the year, and Antonio Brown was but not, not happy. He calls, right. now calls him Boo Boo Smith something. Yeah, it's yeah. so dumb. Dyed his mustache blonde. That's like that was when he he literally became like Kanye West of the yeah. NFL. Like yeah. he just went full crazy. Died, you know what I mean? Bit Mister Big Chest. Yeah. You know, you grew, we grew up watching like Ocho Cinco and right. we, we thought that was. But that was the, entertaining. Yeah. We thought that was like the worst thing that could happen. It wasn't harmful. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. T.O., Chad Ocho Cinco, right. that crop. In your of, face. Right. Braggadocious. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Big celebrations. But yeah. um, Antonio Brown. Oh, no, here's what you're saying. He threw a fit. Uh, yep. Trash from on social media. He rejected a trade that would have sent him to the Bills. Uh, he, oh, I didn't know that. He showed up to Raiders training camp in a hot air balloon. He did. That's so And lame. then he almost punched their general manager. Right. Yeah. What was his name? Mike, Mike Mayock. Mayock. Dude, what an idiot. <laughs> You're punching the dude that's literally just Come in charge of the, of 
you making the money. <laughs> yeah. like, that's in, in any workplace, it's not okay. Right. This was also great. He somehow like got hypothermia or what's it called? Oh, yeah. He got frostbite, frostbite on his feet. Yeah. So he couldn't play. Right before training camp. And that was I, in the uh, hard knocks. Right. Yeah. And then they said here he wanted to use his old helmet. I assume it's his Steelers helmet. And he just painted over it. He, um, yeah. So he was, there's like approved helmets in the NFL and ones that are, you know, safe for concussions or safer or whatever. And the model that he was using that he was used to using was ruled out that year. So he wasn't allowed to wear it. Um, and they probably told him he wasn't of him. allowed. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this all started with the Vontez perfect thing and the, you know, Hey bud, you, this clearly helmet didn't work out for you. Right. Well, we want you to wear a safer helmet. Right. No. He threw a fit. Yeah. Yeah, he painted over his his Steelers helmet with Raiders colors, which yeah, so dumb. Um, yeah, crazy. And then he got a new helmet, and he got fined. They wouldn't let him wear it. He tweets his fines. That's great. Uh, he got <laughs> he almost got in a fight with Mike Mayock and called him a cracker. Yeah. I'm sure he was really hurt by the. He was held back comment. by Vontez Perfect. Crazy the guy that, that happened. <laughs> that guy's like a, a, cr- a criminal. <laughs> I don't even. I, didn't he get arrested recently? Yeah, he got arrested for. I can't remember what something something exactly what you'd expect. Assault, you know? I think. Yeah, like some, exactly. Some crazy uh, arrested arrest on, on battery. battery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of these guys, it's just like you. You know, at some point, it like. They're going to get a charge for something or, or you know, another. Um, he posted audio of John Gruden. Yeah. Which is illegal in California. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he got his, so, himself released by the Raiders before he even played. He was really on the team for like a week. He showed up just to be part of Hard Knocks and then he was gone. And then he was trying to sue them for... Using his image in Hard Knocks or something? No, he was trying to basically sue for the his salary because oh, they yeah. voided it, and he was like, "Well, you can't do that." And I don't even know what ended up happening there, but uh. yeah, um, okay, he's making crazy tweets, Kanye type stuff. He liked the tweet about Mike Mayock getting raped in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god. I like when players like tweets of other things and it's just like people are you sure yeah. like they can't say these things but they're like I'm going to find someone who'll say it for me and I'll like their tweet. I wonder if they just don't know how all this stuff works like yeah. if you're a account that is you know bigger and you like something it's it gonna pop it. up on everyone's feed, right right yeah like if i like something nobody's gonna see you it. gotta make a burner right i like when athletes do that they make burner twitters and so they could hop in the comments yeah. and just talk shit yeah talk shit back so then i mean i don't really want to talk about this but there's just a million sexual harassment and sexual assault cases um i don't know whatever came of them I remember I have a fond memory of watching like an Antonio Brown live stream where he's like throwing his, he's like the police are there. His like baby mama's there. He's like throwing her out of the house or something. And I, that was, I don't know. It became too much to keep up with at, at, at one point. 
I mean, yeah. every um, Steelers podcast, everyone would just kind of stop talking about him. <laughs> just right. like, all right. That's great, too. He's like, I'm done with the NFL. I never, you know. Oh, he went back to college? Yeah. He went back to college. I wonder what he was taking. He was probably taking some bum freaking DeVry University. <laughs> yeah. like uh, Phoenix Online. Yeah. Like bargaining and negotiating class. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and then... Uh, he apparently acted like a douche during his deposition. Um, let's see, chanted over and over as if a mantra, a narrative of his own warp concept of the proceeding. Just uh, generally lunatic behavior. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Called out Robert Kraft for his rub and tug in, oh, yeah. in Florida. <laughs> Jeez. He's really messing with the wrong. And then he pivots into he was going to box Logan Paul. Oh, so he, stupid. He had that, um, I guess, like one of his mistresses or side chicks or something um, that, that I guess, tried to air some of his dirty laundry, at which point he did that. No more white women 2020. Thing. No more white women 2020. <laughs> Great campaign. It went far. I, didn't he make a rap song, too, or yeah. something about that, too? Oh, man. And you thought Le'Veon Bell's raps were bad, and then you look at Antonio Brown. These guys have a lot in common of, like, <laughs> rapping and uh, sitting out games and stuff. It's ridiculous. Uh uh, threw a bag of gummy candy dicks at cops in a video. Oh, person. I remember that. Yeah. That's great. Dropped by his agent. I'm surprised his agent stuck around for that. He attacked long. that. Uh, that was Rosenhaus, wasn't it? Yeah. He attacked that. Wasn't there a moving? A, a moving, moving truck. Yeah, yeah. That's in here, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, there it is. Movers at his home. He allegedly threw rocks at the movers and moving vans. <laughs> Currently being investigated. Jeez. This is from. See, the other article only went so far, but this is from nine days ago. So this is like... They keep updating it. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I will say is it doesn't really look like there's much going on since he joined Tampa. Could you imagine the conversation? Well, there was the one thing, wasn't there? He was like riding I, uh, bikes and like... He, he, well, he broke... Um, he, he broke... I think there was some recording equipment at his apartment complex that he broke. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could you imagine the conversation that in the Brady household, oh. like, uh, okay, this is the second time. First time he moves into Brady's house and then all these sexual assault allegations come out and he's acting super crazy. And they're like, Tony, we love you, but <laughs> can't come stay on. around our kids. Those kids. <laughs> Those kids here. And like, if I'm Tom, I'm like, I don't really trust you around my wife. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And then again, they let him move into the house. Like, why? I don't know. I mean, he put his dick on someone's shoulder at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? He put a dick on his shoulder. I think he also farted on someone. I think that was on his list somewhere, if oh, I can remember. It's like, didn't Peyton Manning do that, too? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, at, in school? Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's athletes. This was more just like uh, when everything was happening with the Steelers. This is like... Um, the punt return, Devontae's perfect hit. Oh, yeah. Um, Forgot he changed his name to Ronald Ocean. That's weird. What was that? I don't know. He never. He never said. He just said top secret. Yeah, top se top secret. Nobody <laughs> knows. I don't even know. Yeah, he doesn't. So top secret. I don't have the clearance <laughs> for this. 
Oh, man. Anyways, it's a sad story, and it looks like he may be getting a ring before Ben does, unfortunately. I hope not. I'm, I'm, I'm team Le'Veon Bell in this situation, for sure. You le- um, yeah, I mean. Can't root for Brady. Can't no. root for Brown. Bell, you know, he, he did his stuff and left, but he didn't really make an ass of himself as much as Brown did. No, I have. I pulled up Le'Veon Bell's stuff, too. I mean, he sat out. I mean, I think the comical thing is, like, End up making less. He makes less. He ma- he yeah. holds out. He loses a year's worth of salary. He gets a little bit then more he, guaranteed. He gets a little more guaranteed, which he didn't even see through that whole contract, right? Uh, How do they have to pay him except for any bonuses when they cut him mid-contract? Um, well, we tried to offer him a franchise tag, and he didn't sign it, so we didn't know him anything. No, the Jets, when he got cut by oh. the Jets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he made like, uh, I forget some absurd amount of money per snap that he played. It wasn't that many snaps that he played. And he, made, he was only he getting like 10 touches a game. Yeah. They were like, no, nah, we'll go with 45-year-old Frank Gore that is still <laughs> in the league over you. But, I mean, he's juice, you know? Yeah. He also, like we said, he was with Garrett Blunt smoking weed right before they got on a plane to go to a game and they got pulled over. I forget what the whole story was. It was kind of funny. There was like a girl in the car and they were like, they try, they basically tried to pin it on the girls. Um, yeah. Who, you know, the girls were willing to, they probably were like, yeah, they'll take care of us. If, right. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I remember the funniest part was Le'Veon Bell saying, I didn't know I couldn't do this. Like right. I smoked like an hour ago. I didn't know I can't drive now. Right. <laughs> like, dude, uh, that's like a, a Dave Chappelle. Um, I forget which stand-up special it was, but he was like, uh, oh, his, his white friend gets pulled over speeding and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, officer. I, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a great defense. I feel like that never works out. The funny thing with Le'Veon Bell is um, right before, so the year when he was supposed to come back to the Steelers on the franchise tag but didn't, um, my, mom and dad, our parents, had gotten me a gift right. for the for the following Christmas, and it was a signed Le'Veon Bell poster, which was, or not poster, like picture. They got it at a silent auction. They were like, oh, this is going to make a great gift. I love Le'Veon Bell. Um, it was going to be perfect, but they watched the value of that painting, or not painting picture, decline uh, with each passing week because it was like, Le'Veon Bell doesn't show up for camp. And they're like, oh boy, like this is, we're getting nervous now. Right. Le'Veon Bell uh, might not report until week four. And then, yeah, you know, then it was like week on. 12. Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, now I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they present the last gift of the, you know, opening on Christmas. I open it up and they're, <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, well, I guess if he wins the Super Bowl, it'll still be cool to have a Le'Veon Bell signed. It's still cool. Yeah. I mean, who cares? You yeah. know? It's kind of epic. It's like a lore of Steeler history. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of these guys is going to win the Super Bowl. I think Kansas City probably will win. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I didn't think the Tampa would make it this far, so props yeah. to them for doing that, but I think the Chiefs got them. Yeah, I think the Chiefs got them as well. Um, it should be a good game. Though. Hosting, but Tampa's hosting. And I don't know how many fans they're going to let there, but that should have a, an impact. Um, the first home Super Bowl team. Ever? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Tampa of all places. It's so ridiculous. Um, all right. Well, best of luck to the both of them. I'm definitely glad they're not still on the Steelers. It was such a nightmare, especially because <laughs> those two situations were like occurring at the same time. 
Like Antonio Brown was going crazy and Le'Veon Bell was holding out making rap albums. Yeah. And he names his rap name after Ju- Juice. Like he's a running back. He names it Juice. And like is that OJ. is the nickname of OJ. Yeah. <laughs> he murdered his wife and <laughs> wife's yeah. lover. Like it's so crazy. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. But um, let's go into the second break and then we'll get back into it. All right, we're back. Third and final segment. Um, Something we're going to touch base on just... You know, in honor of the Steelers, even though we're not in it anymore, in honor of Miss Rooney passing away. But we want to give a shout out to the big dog, Mike Tomlin. And over the years, his sayings have gotten a lot of traction um, because they're kind of sometimes vague and like not descriptive. Always vague. They're just like words that he's invented and he likes to like mantras. He mantras. Yep. They, uh, everyone's just been calling him the wordsmith. He just says words, right? There's not really much you can decipher from them. Do you Uh, think he plans them? Like he writes these things out at home (laughs) and he's like, all right, they're going to ask me a question about like how I feel about the loss to this team. I'm going to just say, it's a fine line between drinking wine and squashing grapes, as we say in this business. Like, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, he has so many. Uh, what else? The standard is the standard. The next man up. These are some more classic Steelers ones. <clears> but uh, yeah. he likes to say the word, obviously. If you look up on YouTube, there's a hilarious video of, of um, Ben Stonium or one of those kind of funny Pittsburgh accounts. They count how many times Mike Tomlin said, obviously in this one press conference and to see if he'd break his own record or whatever. And he got up to like 40 times saying, obviously yeah, in, you know, what 10 minute conference or something. So, right. Yeah. He says, uh, a, the a standard is the standard nameless classic. gray faces. That's another classic one. He'll just right. refers to the other team as nameless gray faces. Um, yeah. The kitchen. The, or the he, fridge. He, yeah. he, he changes it up. Sometimes he says the AFC North is the kitchen. Sometimes the AFC North is the fridge. <laughs> it just depends. But that's another classic uh, statement of it. I think, uh, oh, nameless great faces. I don't do hypotheticals. Yeah, I don't uh, do let's not live in our fears. He right. does that one a lot. I don't. We don't live in our fears. Don't blink. That's another one he says to his players. Don't yeah. blink. The one with the classic one that was like on one of those... Um, What's it called? Mic'd up or whatever. When he's like, like, don't blink. I'll cut your eyelids yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the players really buy into it. He's, but he's, I mean, as far as uh, somebody who reports on the team, um, he, he doesn't give us a lot to work with as far as, you know, substance. Right. No. no. He's very cryptic and just, it doesn't say uh much um oh this one's great we like to believe that we are the common denominator in all stories involving us (laughs) yeah that's just so vague it's like clearly (laughs) every story involving the pittsburgh steelers the steelers are the common denominator like yes yeah and i think when he was asked recently about ben roethlisberger returning he's like certainly he could return i think or something (laughs) yeah He's like a politician. Yeah, he really is. He would be great in debates. Like, uh, 
So, um, uh, nominee Tomlin, um, uh, we have ongoing conflict in Saudi Arabia. Uh, do you think that we should uh, side with Yemen and provide military assets, or do you think we should uh, stay in the United States and not focus on that, the conflicts around the world? And he just said, look, America is America. <laughs> okay, sir, thank you. Next question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like just so ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind of reached legendary status. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of a lot of hate for Mike Tomlin in 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 certain areas in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh or or it's uh, just Pittsburgh people though. Like Pittsburgh fans, the difference between Pittsburgh fans and Philly fans is that we win in Pittsburgh. So like, a little bit of the heat's redirected, yeah, right? And Philly, they don't have that tradition, but. Um, it's just people just get so mad and they want to blame someone. Like in the end of the day, a first round playoff, uh, uh, first round of the playoff exit to the Browns is terrible. Yeah, but like we made the we're not zero and sixteen. We're right. not we're not the Jaguars. We're not. Right. You I mean, know. he's never gone below eight and eight in his career. Right. So. He's done an amazing job. And other teams would scoop him up immediately if we if we parted ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Super Bowl winning coach. He's yep. been the two. Yep. Yeah, he's he's great. He might have even been part of a third in Tampa. Oh yeah, I think yeah. he was a DB With coach Dungy. or something. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, shout out Mike Tomlin, legendary uh, wordsmith. Maybe that's where uh, Juice got his um, inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. So. This, I just found this. I was just like, well, how could I bring... So, I, as children, we watched Dragon Ball Z all the time. And um, I watched, you know, in a couple of weeks, like all 131 episodes of Dragon Ball Super, which I mentioned. And uh, I was pushing it on you. And now you've gotten into watching Dragon Ball Super. And you're enjoying it? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I um, I had to watch like one of those recaps of Dragon Ball Z. Right. Yeah. To make sure it's I hard to remember remembered everything. Thing. But honestly, I remembered most of it. After after watching the video, I was like, oh, yeah. Because it's kind of a weird thing. You know, growing up, you didn't have Netflix or Hulu or right. anything like that. So there was like these weird bunk websites you could like go and find well, episodes. And I wasn't even doing that. You know, it was like third grade maybe I was watching Dragon Ball Z. So we were just watching it each week. And there's no way really to ensure that I watched every in order or right. every episode. But somehow or another, <laughs> through watching the the recap, I really feel like I did watch every single episode. Yeah, it's crazy. We That was at Clockwork. We watched Toonami, like Dragon Ball Z, pretty much every day. Yep. Michael Huffmeyer. Yeah, with Michael Hoffmeyer and I think Dylan, Grandy. Yep. And yeah, it was crazy. But Dragon Ball Super, who's your... Who's your favorite? Are you a Goku guy? Are you a Vegeta guy? What's your... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a Goku guy. I don't really necessarily like Vegeta that much. Um, they kind of make him more funny in Super, I feel like. They did he was in He was always a dick in Dragon Ball Z, but now he's kind of like a little more... He's, he's a little whipped, too, which yeah, is kind of funny. Yeah, he's so whipped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bulma. Yeah, no, I, my my all time favorite is Master Roshi though. Oh, Master Roshi's great. I yeah. forget that girl who had in Dragon Ball Z. I can't remember. She was like some young, like big titted. She kind of looked like Balma, but like yeah. was dumb. Yeah, yeah. Master Roshi's great. 
the old yeah because i had watched the old dragon ball a few years ago just did you like it yeah i, I mean it's so funny there's so many good parts with like master roshi just being a complete perv yeah and, like, and krillin and balma he's always bleeding out his nose when right. you see him. <laughs> yeah yeah dragon ball is good it that was more like a tale of kind of like childhood and like journeying around and stuff like that yeah it became more of a just action packed thing yeah right and i'm not even necessarily super into other anime so right i don't know if it's a nostalgia thing or, it's definitely nostalgia yeah but it's also just good yeah who's your favorite like villain frieza um cell or someone from dragon ball super yeah i i i think I did like the Boo saga. Boo's good. Boo's good. But it's like you're conflicted. Is Boo good or bad? Like he's, right. He's good now. He was bad. Right. Well, he, like he's, is he good Boo. though? Like, can we call him good? He's just kind of like, he doesn't exist on his own little. He eats food and hangs out with Mr. Satan. Or yeah. What's his name? Uh, Hercule. Yeah. Yeah. I forget because when I watch in sub, it, his name's one thing. And then in I think dub, it's Mr. Satan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In dub, it's Hercule, I think. Mr. Satan's like his. I don't caretaker like, or like I think husband. they're lovers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he smashes them, <laughs> the them boo cheeks. Dude. He likes the big thick woman. Oh, I don't man. even understand. Like he should have a wife. He has children, but they never show his wife. Yeah, who knows? I he's mean, kind of the biggest meme of a character. You mm-hmm. know, he can't fight. But he has all he's the like attention on him. He's like a movie star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone thanks him for like saving the day. Yeah. Um, uh, it's funny because even watching, since since watching it, and, you know, my wife will make fun of me for watching it or whatever. Um, we were wa- we were listening to um, Frank Ocean, Pink Matter, and he says Majin Buu or whatever. And oh, then I was yeah. like, Frank Ocean's watching Dragon Ball too. Every, like, uh, r- rappers love it. Yeah. It's so, it's referenced in so many different rap songs. Well, just the other, right after the season ended, one of the Steelers players, Kevin Dotson, posted a picture of himself and it was like edited to look like he was Super Saiyan or whatever. Oh, that's cool. But it wasn't like super apparent. And it was funny because the way it was edited, it wasn't like cartoonish. It was more of just like a yellow. F- oh, yeah. F- and some of his teammates were uh, trashing on him. They were like, Man, you look musty, like. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I retweeted it and said like uh, Kevin Dotson going Super Saiyan, and he he liked that. He he responded and he was like, Oh nice. Yeah, he was like, uh, Thanks for getting my vision. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is, thinks I'm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, who's your favorite villain in in Super? Out of the new characters they introduced, I liked Hit. Hit's cool. Yeah. He's like Piccolo, but like way better. Yeah. Piccolo's kind of like he was so good. In Dragon Ball and then in Dragon Ball Z, and then everyone just surpassed him so much. Yeah, he's pretty bad. He he did like almost nothing in the tournament of power. Yeah, he just like he gets got his wrecked. arm cut off. Yeah, yeah he gets <laughs> he has to like charge up for way too long. It's like, dude, learn how to freaking do your move. Yeah, quick, there was those man. other Special Namekians. Cannon. There yeah. were the other Namekians, and they were just way better than uh, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. But I I like uh, hit. I like. I mean, obviously Jiren, which you haven't finished, but he's just like the most, hot, you know, he's just dominant. Yeah. But he doesn't have any like personality. He just kind of I like there. Frieza because he's just like pure evil. Pure. Yeah. yeah. He, you can't trust him, but then they have to. He even turned on his alternate self. Yeah. Frost. Yeah. Like <laughs> right? he, he yeah. betrayed himself. He makes a deal basically. with Frost and then turns on Frost. Yeah. No one even knows. He's a wild card. Like nobody yeah. knows what he's going to do. Um, 
And it's just funny because he's like one of the most powerful people. But like they make it known <clears throat> that he never trains. Like if only he trained, he would be right. great. And it's like how so he went down into like quote unquote hell where yeah. he was just like around these little fairies singing songs to him. Yeah. And and somehow or another he comes out and his power levels increase like ten times. Yeah, it's, it's like he just what? thought like intensely about destroying everybody for like however many years. Yeah. While he's in a cocoon, like listening to little furry creatures sing, <laughs> I, th- I love that idea of hell. That like yeah. it's different for different people. Yeah. Um. But I found this thing. I was just trying to find like something so we could talk about Dragon Ball Z. Um. But I found um this fan fiction, which oh, is boy. just oh, have you ever read fan fiction before? Mm, not no. Not okay. really. <laughs> I mean, I know what it is. I don't know how people are into it. It's so goddamn absurd uh like all right so this tale, first of all first of all how did you find this because there's only two and a half thousand people who have stumbled across I was just this searching for i thought of the idea for fan fiction and then I type in dragon ball z fan fiction and i find this um there's chapters this person's i mean even though they've only has 2.5k views um they've clearly written a lot this chapter, chapter 13, sex again, question mark. I'll read um, the first chunk. Uh, I was in Vegeta's room. He wasn't here. I visited Gohan from time to time because he is an orphan now. I guess Goku died. Piccolo and Vegeta stopped training me after Goku died. Oh. Vegeta wasn't the same. He seemed to be the most affected by Goku's death than all of us, even Gohan. Vegeta and I were still mated. Yamcha became a baseball player. <laughs> all right, let me skip ahead to where I thought where I was Where it gets juicy. Play. Oh, yeah. Um, he, uh, I smiled at him. He gave me a weak smile. I was wearing a black skirt, some long black leggings, a pink collared shirt. A long-sleeved black jacket over that and a pink bow. I walked over to Vegeta and kissed him. Vegeta was sweating from training. He looked at my clothes and asked, Torka. I was thinking, when I was training, I realized I wanted to have a full, say, a full-blooded Saiyan kid. So I was going to ask, can we have a child? I blushed and so did Vegeta. I gulped and asked, so you're basically asking for sex again. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, it. Uh, this makes me think of a part in super where uh, they, I somehow or another Goku and Chi Chi were like um, talking and, and somehow or another it came out that Goku has never kissed. Oh yeah. Chi Chi. Vegeta was Vegeta's like, like on him. he's like, you've never kissed her, but you have kids or yeah. something. <laughs> he's like, yeah, what's wrong with they that? They throw in so many subtle adult jokes throughout the show. They like pepper them in there. I just wonder who like, okay. So you, have you ever heard of rule? I think it's 34 or something like that. What's that? A Reddit page? No. Well, I think, yeah, probably it is a Reddit page, but rule 34 is basically the, um, oh boy. What is it? Rule 34 is an internet maxim, which asserts that internet pornography exists concerning every conceivable topic. So basically rule 34 is if you can think of it, there is porn about it. Oh, (laughs) which which kind of ties back into this uh, fan fiction. Ooh, that's interesting. I mean, for sure there's Dragon Ball Z porn. I don't (laughs) doubt that. Both like, uh, 
what's it called? Hentai and probably like people dressed up as yeah. the characters. Cosplay. I wonder, is that like a, is this a theory, Rule 34? I don't know. I think like, I think it goes pretty, pretty deep. If, I mean. These kinds of things are interesting, but then at the same time, it honestly just might be. Rule 34 originated from a 2003 webcomic captioned Rule 34. There is porn of it. No exceptions. No exceptions. Hobbs parody porn. Oh my God. That's disgusting. (laughs) You can look up literally anything and somebody's made something of it somewhere. I wish I could think of something really obscure (laughs) to prove that this theory is (laughs) uh, legitimate. Oh. oh my god what's rule 63 <laughs> as a rule for every given female character there's a male version of that character and vice versa that <laughs> one's not as that's kind of lame uh let's see yeah this uh vegeta smirked and pinned me against a wall he kissed me <laughs> lovingly our lips moved together in sync vegeta's hand reached down to my butt and gently squeezed it. I gasped in the kiss, and my blush was even more red now. Our tongues oh collided together, and he wrestled together. Like, who the... F- Who's like, this for? You know? It's like... It's for them. Well, yeah. They're, like, right. getting, like, horny watching Dragon Ball Z, and they're like, oh, let me just, like, I vent my I need to, sexual frustrations yeah, yeah. on paper. It's like word porn of yeah. fantasy. Well, you know, I know steamy romance novels exist, and there's a large market for them with... You know, maybe middle-aged Who women. Who reads them, though? Middle-aged, middle-aged women. women. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look at Fifty Shades of Grey, that kind but of that stuff. But that was like a that was crossover. First... Yeah, I mean, it, that was like like more young widely pe- popular. Yeah, it was like popularized like where young people read it. Who is it that either mom or dad knows? Or someone wants- no, our dad's old boss. His ex-wife. Ex-wife. Writes like, steamy romance Yeah, novels. became a romance novel Hit. author. <laughs> so weird <laughs> it's that's literally the weirdest like occupation to get into it is and especially like, like oh, I'm, I'm an author what you want to read what i read yeah uh let's torque her let's oh until with one final stroke of my breast he combed all over my like <laughs> <laughs> is that how these yeah, yeah. like this is a romance author. yeah so disgusting right and imagine being, you know, like dad's old boss, like reading some of this stuff and maybe some of the stuff he wasn't able to fulfill for his ex-wife, right. just knowing like this is what she fantasizes about. And he was maybe missing the mark the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I would be really disgusted. I grabbed his erection and held it firmly. While I, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is great. <laughs> the last female saying. Well, there's two and a half thousand people now, including both of us who have um, read it, who have now read it. So, yeah, it's great. Shout out to Dragon Ball Z fanfic. Honestly, it's kind of like um, disrespectful <laughs> to the Dragon Ball Z legacy. <laughs> uh, the last thing that I guess ties in um, uh, both the genres of sports and this kind of fanfic sex stuff. Have you ever heard of the Minnesota Vikings love boat? No. Scandal? No. Oh, let me pull it up. Was Jerry involved? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But uh, yeah. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so, 2005. I think the most like well-known person that was on it was uh, Johnny Manziel. No, no, no. This is there. This is like someone just trying to be funny. Oh. The most no- known person I think that was on it was Dante Culpepper. Oh, this was back then. Yeah, 2005. I think. Um, okay. Uh, cornerback Fred Smoot. Um, who else was on it? Uh, anyways, essentially these dudes, oh, Smoot rented two large houseboats on Lake Minnetonka on October 6, 2005. He arranged for strippers and prostitutes from around the country, Atlanta, Miami, Los Angeles, New York, Texas, to fly in. A hundred women in total showed up. Um, then what happens? They get on this boat. Players such as Dante Culpepper, Bryant McKinney, Nate Burleson. Nate uh, Burleson. Wow. Pat Williams, Ralph Brown. So a number of players, um, 17 players. So it got a little X-rated. What happened? Here's a list of the allegations. Held and manipulated a double-headed dildo inside two women who were laying on the floor in the lounge area. He claimed he only handed them the sex toy. Oh, Okay. Great. He didn't actually manipulate it. He just gave it to them. <laughs> uh, well, he really, he paid them to do it because right. I'm a prostitute. Uh, Bryant McKinney and two other players sitting in deck chairs received oral sex from four women. McKinney allegedly picked up a naked woman, placed her on the bar, and performed oral sex on her in front of other boat guests and crew members. Dante Culpepper was receiving a lap dance and fondling a stripper. I mean, so he... I mean, that's not, if, if if the story came out and that's all it said about you, you're like, thank God. Yeah, I, yeah, got yeah. A, I, I got just away. basically got a lap dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not bad at all. A uh, woman who lived on the lake called police around 9.20 p.m. to report several Vikings players urinating in her yard after getting off <laughs> a big shuttle bus limousine. Um, <clears throat> the sex acts uh, included masturbation, oral sex, woman on Man, woman on woman, toys, middle of the floor, middle of the couches, middle of the room. The cleaning crew reportedly found used condoms, KY jelly, handy wipes, and wrapper for sex toys. Oh, so they bought them fresh. That's responsible. Yeah, yeah. They got, they, yeah, they didn't want to, <laughs> I mean, come on, these are, we're Vikings, you know? <laughs> we're not going to uh, buy some secondhand used toys. But anyways, I just thought that was such a ridiculous story. I remember, and especially because it's called the Vikings Love Boat Scandal. It's like... <laughs> Couldn't be any more, any more perfect. Yeah. A bunch of freaking idiots. I, I wish there was something as epic as that. I was trying to think of like... I couldn't find an article that compiled like a list of epic like Steelers moments. Like mm. there's some. Like one of them, what, Joey Porter <clears throat> got like stabbed in the butt and then played in a game. Yeah, and you know he. Yeah, Joey Porter had a couple of good stories around him. He, um, what he went and his dog, his pit bull attacked someone. I think. Well, he challenged the entire Ravens team to a fight. He went up to their team bus after or before a game or something. Epic. And he was just like, "Who wants me?" or whatever. You know. It's yeah. Total badass. Then we had Plexico Burris, but he had already left. Yeah, when he, he shot, shot himself. himself. Yeah. That's great. Um, oh, there was a good. There was a good one with. Um, some of the defense back in like the early 2000s, probably actually around the same time, they, there was a certain city that they would go to. I think maybe it was actually maybe New York where they would take, um, instead of taking the team bus or plane home, they would take a train and it was just a party train. They would party 
from New York on the train all the way down to Pittsburgh for like however long that takes. And they would just get like Probably wasted. A while. And yeah. So that was a good one. Um, Ike Taylor, I think. What did Ike Taylor do? He was like one of the people. Oh, yeah, nice. Who, yeah. was, who was involved in that. I saw, I read a story that until we, uh, a lot of the players on the defense stayed up till 830 playing cards before the Cardinals Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. Um, obviously Mike Tomlin tripping freaking what's his name was epic. Oh, Jacoby. Uh, what was that guy's name? Peterson. Jacoby Johnson Jones. Jacoby Jones. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. I don't remember. Pretty sure that's it. But, that was crazy. Um, yeah. I remember defending Tomlin online after that. <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, they got him big though. 500K. Yeah. And they, they all those, um, of course, they were making all the memes about him doing the sidestep and they were do, <laughs> putting him on all kinds of memes. Yeah. But I mean, you, for the love of the game, dude, you got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. He was just trying to check what was going on. <laughs> um, I'll end it with a question. Um, I guess for my own, like, this is more of a serious thing or whatever, but uh, how did you, like, when you were getting ready to propose to Kara and, like, make that decision, how did you know, like, was there a specific event or a feeling or time that you were like, I'm ready to, like, be a married man? Like, I'm ready to take this step. What did that look like? Yeah. Um, as far as specific moments, I mean, for Kara and I, like we had some rocky stuff in the beginning of our relationship that basically got some of that out of the way that was like, Hey, this can't happen again. We need to, um, you know, if, if we're going to do this, we need to do this. We need to feel secure in this. Like that's what I need. Um, and so, you know, getting that out of the way and then just kind of moving forward from there and, and kind of getting past some of the bad stuff was, um, learning a lot about each other. Um, so from that point, I mean, that was pretty early on, but I felt this kind of way about her all the way back then. Um, and then, you know, we, we did move in with each other. Um, you did that before you got engaged? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a few months prior I think like we moved in maybe in July and then we got engaged on New Year's right um so just that like live being able to live with with each other and just kind of learn you know it's like a whole different set of circumstances a lot of couples don't do that until they are married and then maybe they realize okay this person's dirty and I'm clean or this person oh that's sleeping in the cold and I'm hot or yeah blah, blah blah so um yeah I mean just especially with quarantine and everything just like having each other and imagining not having each other um, through that time, just like, you know, everyone's kind of isolated and, and just really realizing that uh, living, li- living together during quarantine and having each other was a great thing. And we, we didn't want that to ever not be a thing. So, right. Yeah. I would That's say beautiful. Um, I heard you have a guy. I have a guy. An Israeli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. his name? I don't know what his name is, but he looks like Fabio, kind of. He looks like <laughs> he has a, long hair. He looks like a kind of big, like patriarch Fabio, Israeli Fabio. Does he wear a chain? 
Um, no, but his wife works at the, at the diamond place and she walks around with like, it can't be anything less than about 15 carats. Holy it's, shit. It's, we're, we're talking like maybe a hundred thousand dollar ring that she wears around. <laughs> God <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. They were super helpful though. Yeah. There's a, as you can see, obviously the freaking targeted advertisements, you know what I mean? I've been laughing. <laughs> it's everything. It's like, this must be one of those things that like, as soon as you look at it once, it just oh, fucking targets absolutely you so is. hard. The other things, it's, what are some other things? Mattresses. If you look up mattresses or pillows, you're getting blasted by purple. Um, have you ever seen yeah, purple ads? You're uh-huh. getting blasted by purple. Um, it's so annoying because I, some of the things I bought and then they still uh, like, I'm like, bro, I've already got it. Like you mission fucking accomplished. Right. Like, leave I know. Me be. I know. It's <laughs> so annoying. It's like, you're wasting advertising dollars. I've already bought your product. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck. Well, um, maybe before you go, once we get it off air, you can teach me how to be a freaking shit coin master. <laughs> All this frenzy. It's That's like why I was about chum to... in the water, dude. It's like, I, I want to get in. I want to freaking, in the end of the day too, like I bet on sports and it's fun, but like you, most of the time there's not an opportunity to make any well, money, but like, this is more just something to get in. Why not? You know, it's fun. Right. It's something to like get interested in. And like, to look into, to read up on and like, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's one of those things too, where everyone's talking about crypto. Everyone's talking about stocks right now, given everything last week. Um, right. I fucked up, dude. I should have sold Microsoft. when it hit like one four. I was like, but it's going to go higher. Like, oh, like, oh, I, I, I don't think was, I thought it was going to hit like, um, 150, 160. Yeah. But then instead, all the shit that happened, it would just start going down because yeah. everything's going down. Right. And it's going to go down further this week. It might. Because we'll like see. if I want to do that, you know what I mean? Get one of those, like I'm going to. Um, right. Going to have to sell some. Yeah, yeah. 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 And now I'm just like, fuck, dude. Yeah. You know, what I was going to say is now that everyone's talking about it, typically this is the time where if you get into the stuff, you're, you're most likely to get screwed. If you get into some stuff, right? If you get into like. You don't want to get into anything that's higher than what its average value is. Well, right? you, the, that's the thing. It's like right now all the hype and craze is, is surrounding this stuff. And typically, like Cameron and I were talking, once we hear certain people who never talk about this stuff reach out to us wanting to know more about it, that's when we need to start to sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. when we're like, okay, this thing's reaching. Uh, too many people are getting into it. What's going to happen? These people are going to dump their money into it, and all these smart investors that have been around a while are just going to sell well, on their heads. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you probably got to time it just after those people start putting their money in because if you could pick up some traction on Twitter and on Reddit and things like that, then they're like, oh, this is going to be a ride now. Right. Yep. Let's, let's, let's build this into this. And, and then they'll sell once it hits, like, you know, let's say it increases 25 or 50%. They're like, all right, time to just pull right. the plug. Well, on. And there's never been anything like this. Um, so really nobody knows what's going to happen. Is this stuff going to keep pumping? Everything, every fundamental says no, but the internet says yes. So <laughs> it, I mean, if, if, Enough people come away from it making a a good amount of money, taking it from Wall Street, and they're they're not gonna want to just like pull it out, right? They'll reinvest. You get greedy, yeah. You're like, oh, I did this. Yep. 
now if I just throw some in this coin or this, that, this stock, then like I can make, you know, instead of doubling, I can triple or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That one of the, some, actually this Indian stock trader that I follow on Twitter. What's his name? Uh, I would just make up an Indian name and it would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's long. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he was saying everyone trades like they are, um, their, their kind of time that they're going to trade is two or three years when it's more like, um, or sorry, two or three months when it's more like you have two or three decades of kind of in your life where you can take risks right. before you start moving into like fixed income and all of that. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's the mindset I've been trying to have is just buy stuff that I believe in, sit on it for a while, day trading, not so great. Um, yeah. Day trading is wild. Yeah. People can make money. It's about People to end, lose money. honestly. Yeah. Day well, trading is about to be done. They're about to probably put it in a, uh, I would imagine they'll put it in, if you want to day trade, you have to have a certain like they already have that. or something like that. They already have that to a certain extent. You have to have $25,000 to make over five day trades in a week. Day trade being defined, you buy it and sell it in the same day. Right. Um, so they already have stuff like that. I mean, it's. Um, I don't think to use Robinhood, you have to have that though, because you you're not. You do. You do. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, and it has a. You can go to your account standing, and it'll show you how many strikes you have against um, your day trade limit for the week, and if you go over a certain amount, you're pa uh, labeled a pat pattern day trader, and you can't. You you won't be allowed unless you have twenty five grand. Damn. Crazy. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. I'll play us out. I appreciate you coming here. I'm going to have yeah, you on again. Thank you. We can get Kara on here. Mrs. McCorkle. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fun. Thanks, man. So I can do something for the thumbnail. Just do some sort of picture or pose or something. So we could use it for the thumbnail.